Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Quick thing as always, um, in case you haven't heard, um, we announced our new product called A-Feed a few days ago. Um, and I really invite you to check out our website. That is id1.de slash A-Feed, A-F-E-E-D. And, and this is going to be a remarkable product. Um, combining so many things I've, I've been talking about for, for weeks and months and years, um, content at scale, feed-based visualization of KPIs and information, contextual communication, and, and, and so much more. The product is, is not ready yet. It's going to be launched in, in August. The first version is going to be launched in August. But you can you can join us on our road um, to, to finalizing this, this product. So head over to the website, id1.de slash afeed. Uh, I would really invite you and would love you to, to check this out. But now um, to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the ID1 Audio Experience. Good to have you on board. Thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks very much for listening. Um, it's good to have you have you with uh, with me today. Um, especially um, since today it's going to be another very practical episode. And the the idea for this episode actually came from a discussion I had with um, a colleague from a a German, a large German airline actually. And um, I, I was discussing with him um, all the, the the content we are we are distributing, we are we are putting out, and and he told me, yeah, he, he really likes all the content. He, he um, read many of our blog posts, listening to the podcast, and he said, you guys are telling so much about um, or so many facts about KPIs, um, flight KPIs, passenger KPIs, maintenance KPIs. But from from his point of view, a thing that was missing so far is about and I guess this is why, uh, since he's working in that area, is about crew KPIs. And, and he's absolutely right with that. So, um, <laughs> Michael, this is especially for you today, um, this practical session today. I would like to, to focus on six crucial crew KPIs, um, crew KPIs that, from my point of view, airlines should really monitor because they are... Um, either so important um, in, in terms of their efficiency, in terms of their performance, or provide a very good situ uh, situation awareness and, and drive motivation of, of the entire entire airline staff. But, but uh, as always, um, let us do that step by step. Um, but, but I really think it, it, it was a very good hint by, by this colleague. Um, it's, it's really time to correct that. I, I focused on, on so many different KPIs, um, but I kind of left out uh, the, the the crew aspect I'm, I'm really feeling sorry feeling sorry for that especially especially since since I'm fully aware of, of the essential role um, cockpit and, and cabin crew of course plays or play in in uh, in the context of an of an airline operations however I, I have to say um, when discussing airline KPI project with, with with current clients or also with potential clients um, most of them primarily focus on KPIs related to, to flights or passengers. And I think there, there are much, much more KPIs available um, that are focusing on, on, on the flight itself, on crown process, on passenger maintenance, than there are for, for crew aspects. Um, but still, crew aspects, I, I would say that usually they, they play a, a secondary role when we discuss um, KPIs 
with um, with clients, with potential clients. Um, nonetheless, from from my point of view, there there are, as I said, particularly six crew KPIs. Um, an airline should have a close eye on. And again, wh why did I choose exactly those six KPIs? Because I, I think um, each of them is, first of all, very relevant um, because either they have a significant impact on, on airlines' operational performance or they hold a, a kind of a, motiva motivational, um, motivational aspect. So let's rock and roll. Um, crew KPI number one I've selected for you is um, the so-called standby crew availability. Um, standby crews, I guess you all know that they, they, they really represent a extremely crucial pillar of an airline's operations. Um, a shortage, shortage of, an, of an airline standby crew really can, or can really directly and actually massively impact the, the entire flight schedule, actually. Uh, or to, to say it very plain, in other words, a lack of standby crew directly or can directly lead to the necessity of canceling flights. And therefore, I, I really do consider this KPI as extremely essential. Um, of course, it, it makes sense to, to apply different dimensions to, to that KPI. Um, for example, consider different positions for, for the cockpit or for the cabin. Is it purser or a standard cabin crew, um, first officer, senior first officer, captain, and things like that. And of course, you have to consider um, probably if you're operating um, different aircraft types, um, Boeing, Airbus, or different um, different aircraft types within a fleet family. Um, you have, of course, to to consider those um, aspects. It does make sense to only doesn't make sense to only show one bold number. We have 10 standby crews available. Um, that, that doesn't help a lot um, when, when, when monitoring operations. It really has to be a bit more, bit more specific to show um, how many standby crews are available for certain cabin positions, for certain cockpit co positions um, in terms of the different aircraft types. From a, from a calculation point of view, um, the, the KPI is actually an absolute no-brainer. It, it's basically just counting the number of available um, standby crews. However, I think it's um, worth to mention that um, at some airlines, um, we, we, we've experienced that, that the availability, the data availability in terms of standby crew is quite a, a challenge. They don't have this uh, number available digitally. Um, so some airlines um, first had to figure out how to collect this, this, this data. Um, before we were able to calculate that KPI. But it's really, so some airlines even consider that KPI as a KDI, which means key disruption indicator because it, it has such a high impact. If you're um, lacking standby crew, if you're running out of standby crew and you would need standby crew, um, it really um, can lead that you're required to cancel a flight. That really has a massive impact. That's why it's so extremely important to show um, the number of standby crew availability on your operational dashboard on your uh, within your um, KPI app. KPI crew KPI number two is um, the number of deadhead crews. Deadhead crews, um, guess you all know that, um, but just to, to give you a quick uh, context, are basically crew members, um, cockpit or cabin, that travel on a flight, but they are off duty. Um, that means they're basically more or less 
a normal passenger. And usually this is required to bring them um, to their um, to the airport where they start their shift or to the airport where, where they um, to their to their home base. Um, however, accordingly, every airline is, is normally is trying to reduce the number of deadhead crews to a minimum, um, simply because first of all, every seat that is blocked by a deadhead crew. Um, pretty easy, can't be sold to a paying customer. So it's a loss of, of revenue, actually. And of course, it also requires some coordination um, effort to um, coordinate all the, the deadhead crew. So um, every airline is, as I said, trying to, to minimize um, usually the, the number of, of deadhead crews flying around. Um, undoubtedly, deadhead crews don't have an impact on an airline's operational performance. Um, your airline is not, um, the, the on-time performance is not improving or the regularity is not uh, improving or decreasing, um, decreasing um, if you're flying more or less deadhead crews. However, um, deadhead crews represent, from my point of view, an essential efficiency and, um, or especially efficiency aspect. And, and therefore, I, I consider monitoring this KPI um, really as, as very relevant. And uh, I've, many airlines um, monitor this, this KPI. Um, so. Uh, I think this is um, extremely valuable to, to have a look on that on that KPI. KPI number three, um, <laughs> a basic one, but you, you may know that if you if you listen to some other podcasts or you read some some blog posts, um, I, I, I like those those basic KPIs. It is about crew en route. Um, it is for sure a super very basic KPI. The KPI solely shows the number of cockpit and or cabin crews that are currently flying that are currently en route and you're, you're totally right um if that if you have that that thought right now this kpi won't drive your efficiency it won't drive your performance it won't improve your operations however i i believe it it holds an enormous potential in terms of motivation similar to the number of flights to the number of passengers it just shows what is going on what is going on? And at many airlines where we use this KPI, it, it really created or still creates some, some wow moments, you know? Why that? Because many airline employees that are not related, directly related to operation, they're not working in, in operations control, hub control, and other um, flight operations uh, departments, they actually can't imagine how many crews are up in the air and working hard to bring passengers to their destination. That really it created some 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 true wow moments. Wow, currently there are two thousand three hundred crews up in the air, or how many it might be. Um, so it's extremely motivational from my point of view because it provides one important aspect of your operations, one important asset of your of your airline. And um, that's why I think it totally makes sense um, to um, calculate and to show this KPI, although it doesn't um, drive your efficiency directly or drive your performance directly. Um, talking about driving performance, talking about driving efficiency, um, KPI number four, um, a very good um, example for that. It is about crew aircraft changes. Very operational KPI. Um, what this KPI doing? It calculates the number of aircraft changes crews have to perform on, on a day. That means a crew um, between two flights, a crew has to change um, the aircraft. Um, I consider this KPI as um, very necessary since every aircraft change holds the potential 
for interrupting the operation. It always holds the potential that something has gone wrong, that there are problems with um, with the aircraft change, crew is, uh, uh, isn't getting to the to the aircraft on time, and all those things. So it really holds a huge potential for for interrupting, for disrupting the operations. And and therefore, most of the airlines I know try to minimize from a, from a scheduling point of view. They try to already try to minimize the number of crew aircraft changes. And then accordingly, this, this KPI then um, provides a perfect overview actually how, how hairy a, a, a day can get. Um, still, I think, um, as I mentioned with um, in a lot of other podcasts, it's very important to give context to this KPI. That means besides the actual values, you should provide an average or target values um, in order to help your audience to, to assess, to understand um, this KPI and to assess the, the, the current um, situation. Moving on to KPI number five. Um, this is about the crew bus punctuality. Um, another KPI that is, um, from my perspective, um, very helpful in order to assess the current operations um, very comprehensively, actually. Um, the, the KPI basically measures the on-time performance, not of your flight, not of your aircraft, but of your crew buses. And, and according, accordingly, again, a, a weak performance here will lead to disrupting your flight schedule. Um, however, I think in, 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 in that context, it's, it's worth um, mentioning that um, many airlines I've worked with, um, are they, they, they struggle to set up this KPI. They struggle because the reason behind it is here um, that, that many airlines um, don't have the data, the respective data available. They are not tracking the crew bus punctuality. Um, very often there is a um, third party provider who's taking care of the, the crew buses. Um, it's hard to get data from them. So it's pretty hard to get the data. Um, nevertheless, I think um, once um, this has been accomplished, it, uh, it creates a huge potential for um, a comprehensive KPI that really helps to to monitor um, your, your, your operations and to, to improve your, your operations subsequently. And finally, I'm moving on to KPI number six. And, and this is um, basically a more sophisticated version of the crew bus punctuality. This is about the crew readiness KPI. Um, so what is this KPI doing? The crew readiness KPI um, calculates the number of flights where the crew hasn't been has not been available um, at the right aircraft on time. The crew was not available at the right aircraft on time. That means, accordingly, the number of flights is then put into relation to the total number of flights. That means um, X percent of your um, total flights, um, or your crew hasn't been ready at X percent of your, of your total flights. Um, Different from crew bus punctuality, this, this KPI takes all flights into account, no matter um, if they are departing at, um, at an apron position or at a gate position. Um, and also additionally, to be able to calculate the KPI, um, I think it, it's worth to mention, it, it requires some kind of a reference model um, to track against. That means the reference model must contain a point in time when the crew should be available at the aircraft, and then you're basically tracking um, the current um, operations, the current um, data against that reference model. And yeah, summarize, I think that the, the KPI provides really an, an excellent overview of how smooth the operations is running in terms of um, 
in terms of crew. Um, those are the six KPIs um, I consider very important when it comes to crew operations. And I would love to hear um, from you, what are your crew KPIs you're tracking or your ideas you have in terms of crew KPIs. So as always, I'm super happy to get your feedback. Hit me up on Twitter, Ben underscore underscore ID1. Find me on LinkedIn. Send me an email, benjamin.office at ID1.de. And as always, um, I'm happy to receive specific uh, feedback on, on this podcast today, but also on um, general feedback, uh, what you would like to hear um, or the feedback you have. So um, thanks very much for, for listening. Um, would love to welcome you again tomorrow in our next episode. Till then, have an amazing day. Cheers and bye-bye. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So. Um, really means the world to me head over to youtube search for information design one the word one not the number one and then you will find our channel uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content have a great day cheers and bye bye